on today's episode of The Real DJ Show. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't plan that. I swear to God, I didn't call Sam in advance. Michael Jackson's probably easier for people to like, whereas like maybe some of the older... But I'm not just... I'm Shut not just wow. I'm not taking Richie it. won this one. All right, DJ family, look, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I need you to go in the comment, comments comment, section fire up the comments. and tell Rich that he's wrong. Like or just- hey, we're Bombshell Beauty. And you're about to listen to The Real DJ Show. Wiki, wiki, mother... <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real DJ Show. My name is Rich Cranston, and uh, my key fob worked today, so uh, apparently you guys are letting us back in, so yeah. thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> we, have a, we have a cool guest. Well, cool. I can't say cool. Yeah, they just We have me. the shitty weather. They just pissed me off, actually. We'll get they, to the guest in a minute who pissed me off that they have 80-degree weather, and it's going to snow here seven inches <laughs> tomorrow. But hey, uh, yeah. before we get to that, we're gonna intro- we got producer Mickey in the box. Say what's up to Mickey. Mickey! Mickey says we're good. All right. All right. Very good. So this because this is a show for and about uh, the mobile DJ industry. We do like to highlight some brothers and sister DJs. Yeah. Yes. Every episode, we want to start at the very top with a segment that we call the one thing and hear the secret sauce of some amazing DJ companies that are out there. So Mickey, yep. hit me with the one thing video. Let's go. I wake up, flex, I'm down, that check, no drip, this, tell them run it up. All right, say hi to my friends in Arizona uh, flouting their weather in my face. Say hi to Gary and Sam from SKM Entertainment. What's up, you guys? What's up, guys? How you doing? Hey, what's up? And we're not flaunting it. It's just the truth. I didn't ask, I guess. It's my own damn fault. <laughs> it's not our fault that we live in 80-degree weather. Dude, I, knew, I, knew, I knew exactly how this conversation was going to go, too, because... You know, tomorrow it's going to yeah, It's only yeah. 80 today. That's our low. Yeah. Hey, I'm not going to apologize for living in paradise, guys. Don't yeah. do that. All right. All right. That's awesome. Congrats. Hey, so, uh, SKM, we, we checked out uh, your socials and your website before. You guys are a freaking monster, man. You guys are killing it out there in the desert. Tell us a little bit about the superhero origin story of SKM. Well, I mean, I really can't go about the superhero origin story. I've only been with the company, this is a 30-year-old company, for the last nine years now. But um, I can say that currently I am the person that's been here the longest as we've gone through in ownership change. So Okay. Um, What I can say, like I said, been around for over three decades right now, won numerous awards. And I just know that we're the biggest name in the Valley. A lot of vendors have us on their vendor list as you know, the people that they have go to us right away when they say, hey, we're looking for an entertainment company. Love that. So as far as origin goes, I mean, we've been around for well over 30 years in the Valley doing what we do. And then another fun fact that I like to point out as well is that we've actually been the official DJ and MC of the fashion show here in Arizona for the Arizona wedding show. Oh, that's awesome. Ooh, nice. So we've been doing it that since 2002. And that's something that we always like to mention as well, because it's kind of like a community anchoring thing for us here in Phoenix. So Sam, did you take over ownership? No, I'm not actually the <laughs> owner. Gary is not the owner either. We're actually both MCs with the company. So okay. it's kind of a Anyway, so obviously I'm an MC, he's an MC, but we do more than just that as well. So Gary is actually head of all of our training programs here. He trains our new DJs and our new MCs. And then I'm also one of our event consultants as well. So I help out with sales. Um, and then you're checking out our social media. That's me behind the uh, keyboard on awesome. social media as well. Awesome. 
Well, it's you guys seem to have an amazing team, and I tell you what, it's it's incredible to hear, Gary, that you've been there nine years, and it's like a third of the history of the company. I mean, seriously, a DJ company that you could say that has been in business for nine years is a feat. I mean, yeah. it's not easy. Our industry is not an easy business to have that kind of retention. And, and the brand to have that staying power for thirty plus years uh, says a lot about what you folks are doing down there, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, what we do is we create special kind of memories. That's what SKM now stands for. It stood for something else before that. Before it was spectacular kaleidoscopic musical entertainment. Wow, that was more that's, that's around the nineteen eighty-seven. <laughs> I think that's like the funnest thing, though. That yeah. that was what it was, and then we kind of updated over time to special kind of memories because we realized that's what we're giving people. Whatever they're paying you guys, by the way, it's not enough that you guys are rattling off the taglines like that. Like, damn, that's pretty <laughs> and, good. And I, I do want to say that um, you know, there's no ownership on this call. Right, so to have two employees, um, one ahead of training and one you know that's involved in sales and obviously impressions, um, yeah, speaks a lot. a lot about the you know what's going on behind your walls. You, yeah, you well, seem very so very happy. Owners, they're amazing. They're not camera shy or anything like that. <laughs> um, they're just actually over in their office going crazy working yeah. because they're kind of they're they're you know holding down the fort over here. But they like to always emphasize that it's a team effort here. Yeah. Like we post all of our social media, SKM family stuff like that. But it's not just you know it's not just like the taglines we actually do operate that way so i mean everybody gets around the table and we make decisions as a collective i love that that's the vibe you know well i'm gonna assume that you guys are kind of a unicorn out there in arizona there can't be any other companies like you guys i mean <laughs> we didn't plan that i swear to god i didn't call sam advance and i love the that. unicorn i love but. that all right you guys so while we're all here the name of the segment is the one thing uh, so it sounds like you're doing amazing things, but give us the one thing. What's this, the secret sauce for SKM? Okay, so Gary and I were discussing this before the call because I was like, okay, Gary, we got to figure out how to just narrow this down to one thing here. Um, and we were kind of strategizing, like really, if you were to just only have to say one thing, what would it be? And I think that he came up with the perfect thing, which is really, it's the fact that we've always, throughout all the time that we've been around in the Valley, there's been one thing that has kind of held us together with, this is the way that we operate. And that's two person teams, 95% of the events that we do two person teams. That's awesome. Yep. Which obviously, I mean, that's nothing like that earth shattering really, but there's a lot of people who don't do that. And yeah. so for us, we'd have a DJ training program, which obviously Gary's the head of, and then we have an MC training program. And for us, they're two separate things. So every single person that comes in new as a DJ to SKM, no matter if they have experience with some other company or if they're fresh and new with no experience, but just lots of potential. Um, no matter who they are, they come in, they do our 12 week DJ training program. They have to pass a certification at the end. And then they have to be working for us successfully as one of our top DJs for at least a year before we put them into their MC training program. Then they have to go through that with Gary, pass that, and then they're an MC. So we have an MC and a DJ on every event. So someone's in charge of music and someone's in charge of all of the management, the microphone, really all those other parts of the event. I, I love that. Obviously, yeah. we subscribe to that. Um, you know, there's a lot of single ops or single people that, you know, go out there and just just rock a solo and, you know, whatever whatever bread is, uh, butters your bread, you know, but I, but I, I love guys, that there, format. There's a secret sauce to a two-person team and I think you guys yeah. have, have really nailed it and look at super impressive. Yeah. Uh, how can they find you guys? What's your socials where people can see what you're doing or start emulating yeah. the, the amazing stuff you guys are doing? How can they find you? Yeah, so we're SKM Entertainment everywhere. You can find us on our website for all of just 
information about everything that we do, skmentertainment.com. We're on Instagram at skmentertainment, Facebook, same thing. And I'm finally reviving our LinkedIn presence from the dead. So keep an eye out for that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we'll totally well. Guys, thanks for your time so much. Uh, it was nice catching up and hope to have you on a future episode and everything like that. And uh, I hope to meet you guys content. in person someday at some conference or something. Uh, we'll have a beer and we'll, uh, yeah, thank you guys absolutely. for coming. Only if it's warm where you are. <laughs> it ain't warm here. <laughs> we'll, we'll meet you, you in, Vegas. in Vegas. We'll meet you in Vegas. And I think we we're going to be providing you guys with some fun stories from the field and pictures of some setups as well for your other segments. Can't so wait. hopefully we'll yes. interact more time. Hey, we'd love to have you guys awesome. back. Thank you guys so much for, for being with us. We'll thank talk soon. Back. Okay. All right. Take care, guys. Yeah, Take care. Second. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, SKM, that was a great uh, segment. I do yeah, like that. be jealous about the weather, though. Nah, you know, Mickey's wearing palm trees on his shirt. It's all good. <laughs> it is. Mickey looks tropical. Outside looks less tropical. Yeah. So uh, we are moving over to our, our core topic, which is uh, being a VIP. Yeah, building relationships. We, yeah, definitely. And speaking of relationships, we do have two relationships that we've forged over the years in the in the building. Love having a live audience. Yeah. We have uh, Julie Ann Antonucci and Danielle Shortino, uh, both past clients. Yes. But... They are uh, representing Bombshell Beauty. Bombshell Beauty. And I, and I will say... What's up? Hey! <laughs> I, I, will, I will say, just you know, before we get started, um, I, was, I was Julie's DJ, and I'm Danielle's Jesus. DJ. So, oh. there you go. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, so let's, can we can we can stop there just for a second? To be fair, Julie asked for me first. I was already booked. So well, if you're feeling good about being someone's second choice, but let I'm me tell you that. something. I melt. <laughs> did we not melt your wedding down? I wish I was there. Legit, yes. legit. I'm, I'm gonna come be your assistant for Danielle's because okay. I'm feeling jealous. Speaking of relationships, you know, at, at one point this relationship started somewhere, and we we talked before we went live here. Uh, was it, it happened at a bridal show? So you know, Julie. You were a bride, all right, and then Danielle, you're going through the process right now of mm-hmm. being a consumer in our spit in our industry. Um, you know what's being industry professionals at Bombshell Beauty when you're making these decisions to buy, when you made decisions to buy, what all factors went into that? Yep. Right, John. Right question. Yep. Are you asking as us as Bombshell Beauty or us as like brides looking, or as Bombshell Beauty and brides? Well, yeah, both. I, yeah, I like both. What what makes you guys amazing? Some guests? quality. Like, we're so excited to have you guys is because you have a unique perspective of being both someone that works in the industry, but then is also having to go through having hired vendors for a wedding or is now hiring vendors for a wedding. Do you think that's like being in the industry has changed or has given you an advantage maybe over clients that have, you know, not been working in this, working in the space? I would say so, like 100%. Absolutely. Like, I knew more than half of my vendors right off the bat, just from working with people. And for me with, as soon as I got engaged, you guys were the first people I reached out to. So, and not even two days after, like I was engaged and I, I messaged Rich and like immediately he was on the phone with me. He's like, how'd it happen? What's going on? And then like, we were on zoom the next day or two days later or something, setting everything up. And it was like the fastest response and I'm annoying. So I have a lot of questions. So anytime I reached out, you responded like that. And I think that's really important because it keeps you intrigued in the vendor that you're choosing you're not waiting on them waiting on them the conversation that. that we had i remember that because i was flipping pancakes as we were talking <laughs> by facebook he's a multi-phone i like so uh the enthusiasm and i think you guys were watching tv in bed yeah i think so probably right? sounds about right <laughs> well because i remember you turned to him and, but but the enthusiasm that you shared 
um, I mean, you didn't let go of that over the next course of a couple of days, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you stayed at that level, and I think that's why it's so important to get back with people. We still got to say this, that vendors take a while. Yeah, it sucks. What, what you know, we're with, terrible getting with back people. with people. Um, so, so that's very, very important, and, yeah. you, and you're, you're highlighting that. You're, you're the perfect guest for the show because you have the perspective of being in the industry as well as you know, hiring vendors. And one of the things I've always appreciated about you guys is since we've known you, anytime we have some harebrained scheme about some kind of marketing event or like vendor show or you know whatever, you guys have always said yes yeah. and been part of it. And we appreciate that. And look, I don't know if at some level it's because you want to come out and drink with us, which is cool too. We're good, <laughs> we're good, good at that. Time. <laughs> yeah. But I assume at some point that you found some value as a company for being involved in these things. Tell DJ companies that might be hesitant about throwing you know, an event, a marketing event, a networking thing, how it could help them and how it's helped you guys to participate in those kind of things. So I think there's a difference between our relationship and other vendors because we, like, people have preferred vendors and all that, but we have a friendship. So I think that's way more reliable than just a list on your website that says, like, I like X, Y, and Z. So I think that that makes a huge difference. And I know if someone says DJ, you guys are the first people I think of because we're friends. And like you could, they could feed off that energy. They kind yeah. of feel that you you would trust your life with them yeah. and yeah. see it like that. Right, right. And that's real. I think though, Rich, there's probably a lesson there, right? I mean, for, for DJs in that when they're about to go spend money on like some mailing list or to be on some, I don't know, every time I turn around, I get some email from oh, some marketing company about, hey, pay for leads. Yo, yo, right? or, I mean, you could pay for content on social media. You sure. pay for more like I mean, all that type of stuff. Really, you can pay for more access we're to people. Here, I mean, I'll get more client. I mean, just in their tree of friends and colleagues alone, we probably got more leads from them than, you know, any marketing service that you could pay for. So yeah. there's probably some lesson there. It's that relationship building is important. You think, mm-hmm. am I saying yeah. that it makes sense to you guys? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, for example, we had a bride reach out to us who she got us from you guys. She said, John referred me and I immediately, I got excited because I was like, yeah. oh my God, <laughs> we love John. Then we talked about Encore for a little bit and then like I immediately was excited to her wedding. Like we already had that connection. So I feel like you just connect faster with people and you have a similar interest. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a credibility thing. Right? Well, definitely yeah, credibility for sure. And, and I mean, we have bounced ideas off of both of you for like, hey, is there anything we're doing? Like, what do you think? Can you give us honest feedback? Because I mean, quite frankly, you have your thumb pulse on our industry from your space and we know we don't know everything. Um, so I guess it leads us into the next question would be... Oh, that's my favorite part. Right. Uh, is the, you know... As DJs, we, we sometimes we get tunnel visioned of what's going on. Can you just spell some myths? I mean, your industry pros, your consumers, are some things that you've witnessed that DJs do or say that frankly makes you cringe? Saying somebody's name wrong. Yes, I was going to say, at my <laughs> girlfriend's wedding, there was so many Danielle Shortino bridesmaids that walked down. He just kept reading the same line over and over. And I was like, oh, there I go. Oh, there I go again. And oh, it was wow. Over. That's yeah. Um, just not being aware of the environment and the people like how they're dancing or what they like or listening. I know you guys do a whole list with your brides and go mm-hmm. through their style. I think that a lot of DJs don't do that yeah. and don't pay attention to what they actually want. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't have a do not playlist. I, th- I think it's big. Yeah, that is huge. I love the do not playlist. <laughs> you're going to get some interesting stuff. That. But I also think too is the energy that you guys bring to 
to a wedding or an event or whatever, they can tell you're having a good time. You like what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You want to be involved. You're interacting. You're not just behind it, doing your thing, pressing play and walking away. I'm going to point out the obvious here and I'm going to go on a ledge um, and is, is, is relevancy and the fact that we as a company need to be relevant to our audience, right? Yeah. Um, I just turned 43. You ladies are not 43. Not um, <laughs> so the fact that you gave us the honor of choosing us for your celebration, what does that communicate from an older generation to a younger generation? You are moldable, if that's the right word. Yeah, you right? customize your style to what the client wants, and you dive in with it. You don't just say, oh, I got a few things of that. You make it what they want, and you customize each event to the couple and their vision. All right, so here's what I'm super excited about. We, we did some practice with them. I'm not a little behind the curtains here, but when we were like setting the technology up and doing some practice uh, for these episodes... We had them with it because they're friends, and frankly, they show up when we ask them, which is pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> it was St. Patrick's Day. We did have alcohol, so we'll say that. But uh, what they were amazing at is being a panel for a segment that we call Beats Per Minute. Oh, uh, yes, it is. So we're going to thank you guys for that conversation. Um, we're going to turn you into panel mode. Uh, Mickey, give me that intro for Beats Per Minute. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You see the drippy, I'm fitted up. Hop in my car in a giddy up. Secure the bag, yeah, I get the bucket. All right, so this is Beats Per Minute, the DJ game show of competitive banter. I'll use the word banter instead of the other B word I was about to say. Uh, here are the rules for BPM. Uh, Mickey is going to spin the golden wheel of death and read a topic. Rich and I are going to have one minute each to debate that topic. Our panel is going to wave when they think we've said something intelligent. Hopefully we've said something intelligent. Uh, Mickey in post-production will figure out a score of who's winning. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. So we'll throw to them at the end of it and let them tell us what they thought. Because their opinion is really good. I'm really excited. <laughs> it's really important. <laughs> Mickey, what you got for us? Spin that. All, All right, right, Mickey. Here we go. What you got? All right. Here's an interesting one. It is dangerous if you are the most expensive DJ in your area. Ooh. It's your birthday tomorrow. You go first. I went first. I say it is absolutely not dangerous. As a matter of fact, uh, I'd be proud if that's the fact. Um, I, I think the people planning weddings now are fairly sophisticated. And it's not about pricing anymore, right? So the, the DJs, their marketing um, plan to be the cheapest in the, in the market is probably backfiring for them whether they realize it or not. Setting yourself apart of being on a higher tier of pricing um, and they see that you're successful. I mean, you know, you're doing lots of events at that price point. Then it's going to be a credibility tale that you must be doing something right and you're worth it. And, you know, that price point is being commanded for a reason. So I said, not only is it not dangerous, I'd probably prefer to be the highest tier of pricing in our market uh, to set ourselves apart. Um, bring all those cheap DJs in here and let them compare themselves to us. Uh, totally with you on that. And if for, for a devil's advocate, um, sure. I think that for a large collective, not just DJs, but vendors... Um, is that the path of least resistance, the least pullback or pushback you're getting from clients booking is sure. to lower the price, right? I'm stressed. I have a baby. I have this. I have car payments. I have whatever. So I'm going to downgrade that price point so I know I can be you know, guaranteed those bookings, those reservations, and that's in it for me. So I'll separate myself from... 
I know I should be higher, but I'll, I'll, I'll push the bar down a little bit more where it's going to be a little bit more comfortable for me if my price is lower because I know I'm going to be guaranteed those Yeah, events. I understand that inclination for sure. What do you guys think? I mean, if, if someone, a vendor that you're considering, and Daniel, you just did this. Yeah. If, if the vendor that you're considering is the highest price point in the market, is that scary? Or does that say, okay, hey, like, I'm getting the best? Or is it somewhere in between that? Five? I think it depends on how strongly you feel about each vendor and how what your budget's like. Um, I knew like three of my vendors, without a doubt, I wanted. And I didn't care what the price was because I knew that's what I wanted for them. And I knew the quality of work they brought to the table. So I was, I mean, there was no question about the like three off the top of my head that I can think of. I went right away. I didn't even no prices really i just said let's do it because that's what i knew i wanted and i didn't want to regret my decision of not going with who i love you know seriously and i could have went higher damn it oh (laughs) thanks buddy i'm just joking before we go on let me just pose the question to you about what you think because i know how i think about this do you think that the source of the referral matters when it comes to whether they're worried about the price tag or not uh, absolutely. I mean, the, the, where the referral is coming from that genuine referral, um, it, it's, it really smashes the ceiling as far as what people would pay. I mean, I think yeah. the example here is Danielle. I mean, she, you know, knew us, we were friends. So we appreciate that. But I know for me, if, if I have a, a referral from a venue that I know is telling a client, no, 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 don't hire anybody else. We, there's not a list. We are the list and yeah. we know the, who those places are. When those people come in, I'm I don't want to like show the wizard behind the curtain here, there's probably not a lot of reason for me to be motivated to negotiate. Right. Right? I mean, why? The price is what it is. If someone said, these are the best DJs and don't go anywhere else, you know, why would I be afraid of being the most expensive? But I guess, I suppose, you know, if that's not the case for you, you know, if the referrals that you're getting aren't that quality, then I guess it could be just by comparison scary because people tend to pick the middle. No one wants the cheapest thing. That sucks. They like following the herd. Buyers right. like following the herd. But I mean, so, if you're a single operator, right? If you're just in a business for yourself, I mean, you, your inventory is one. So if you if you come across, you know, let's say where you want to be is a thousand dollars, and you sell yourself for eight hundred dollars, uh, I mean, you're working at a two hundred dollar discount. I mean, that's yeah. Well, that this can, pricing for DJs, and by the way, hi DJs. I know there's gonna be an episode coming soon that's all about pricing. Yeah, if there, if there is one topic in the dj world of youtube and it's podcast how is, much how much should i be charging how much should i be charged uh it's probably whatever you're charging probably not enough yeah all right but uh mickey so i was right the girl said so uh so we're moving <laughs> on just kidding i think too one more thing i'm gonna add to it no hit it um that what you guys like what each company dj specifically what each company puts into what they offer and bring to you and how much time and effort and everything they put into yes. being a dj not only for your event like your VIP nights when it when we're allowed to be in public. When we're yeah. not, you guys do it every Thursday night. And like I was saying before, um, my cousin went with you guys specifically because she was able to see and hear and pick the DJ she wanted because she got to hear it firsthand. And she wasn't in the dark when she was picking a random DJ. Do you feel... Obviously, you feel that that stuff matters because we oh, have yeah. this conversation all the time. Oh my gosh, now we're offering a podcast? I mean, yeah. <laughs> this shit's expensive. Yeah, right. We spend a lot of time mm-hmm. and thought into this. Does it really move the needle? Do we go from $2,000 now to $2,200? Right. Or because we have a fancy space, do we go from 2500 to mm-hmm. 2700 Do people really pay attention to that stuff? And I think too, like 
someone who's not in the industry might think like DJs are, it's their side gig and it's just like their extra cash. It's not like people don't see that it's people's everyday business and it's their, their livelihood, their, how they put food on the table. Like that is their everyday. And then you guys just take it to that next level with everything you do leading up to it. The amount of help you offer brides. I can't even tell you how many times I've seen you like on post saying, you're our bride. Ask us. We'll help you. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, everything. yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but you do. You help yeah. them with everything. Yeah. So it's not just DJ stuff. And then everything you put into your DJing, it just puts it over the top. So I think so to put noticed. A, yeah, to put a crown on this thing, it's like, yeah, we're not scared to be the most expensive tier in our market as long as we're backing it up with the things that we're doing right. to justify the fee. Very good. Gotcha. All right, Nikki. We beat that one the hell up. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, spin that thing. Easiest to eliminate from a wedding set, Michael Jackson or Pitbull? Oh, that's gosh. Tough. Easiest to eliminate from a wedding set. I'm excited to hear what you guys say about this. Oh, oh you know no. what? I'll go with Pitbull. I love Pitbull. I've seen him in concert. He's a fantastic entertainer, but I think universally, MJ is going to be appreciated across the generations. I think I'm going to get it more traction with MJ. And quite frankly, he has more depth when it comes to hits and classics. So uh, I'm going with MJ. Quick side note, is the Jackson 5 included when you say no Michael Jackson? I would say no. Okay. Well, then. Yeah. Okay, this, this, I'm so excited. Mickey put a marker on the video. Put some kind of highlighted things. So we can go back to the spot. It's a magic moment. It's magic right now because this is oh, literally standing up. This oh. is literally the first time in the history we've done these, either live or in practice, where we actually disagree. And I didn't go first. Which is all right. So I can go second, and I don't agree. Start my clock. It is pitbull. It is harder to eliminate. It is no question is 100%. This is the easiest question you've asked so far. It is almost impossible to eliminate Pitbull from your set at a wedding. You can't play a song since 2004 without worrying about is Pitbull going to fucking show up on this thing somewhere, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> a Katy Perry song. I don't know what it is. With Michael Jackson, you don't play Michael Jackson. With Pitbull, I got to scrutinize and ask my sister every time, did Pitbull show up on this track? I don't know. Uh, the answer is Pitbull. Like, he's so... Uh, prevalent in modern music um when i actually had this happen to me where a client said no pitbull i was sweating effing bullets the entire night yeah like i didn't know what to do like i mean i of course it was great we worked it out but like i'm sweating every time i loaded a a recent track like wait is he on that track uh it's definitely pitbull let's say you bombshell beauty what would be easier to eliminate from your wedding playlist pitbull or michael jackson Mm. i would say get rid of pitbull that's just yeah. I just really? think that there. I just think that there's other songs not like it because no one has that voice, but yeah. similar tempo, similar pace that you can you can have any variety. But with Michael Jackson, I just feel like you gain more of a crowd with that. Like you can get more different ages, and everybody likes those. those Danielle, songs, save so. me here. She's gonna disagree. My, my, everything's like save me. On this. What would you like? Something's happening. Um, hmm, the wheels are turning. I think I wouldn't say he's the easiest to get rid of no. Pitbull because he's everywhere, like Down you way. were saying. I think you like through all the like generations that will be there, 
Michael Jackson's probably easier for people to like, whereas like maybe some of the older. But I'm not just. I'm Shut not disagreeing. Wow. I'm not taking. Richie it. won this one. I think Pitbull is more fun and upbeat <laughs> to be with. I think Pitbull's like it's more fun, more dancey. Where some Michael Jackson, you're like, all right, I can't really dance this. But like some, you can't. It's like a. Huh. All right, DJ family, look, I'm looking at you. <laughs> I need you to go in the comment, comment comments, section fire out the comments. and tell Rich that he's wrong. Like or dislike. That it's easier to get rid of MJ than it is Pitbull. Yeah. This is the great debate. Uh, you guys are all wrong. All right, cool. No. Okay, number three. <laughs> That's hard. That's a good one. I don't know. It was like, ah, that one's hard. Thanks, yeah. Danielle. Yeah. That was awesome. It was fun. Uh, <laughs> to the throw me a lifeline. Nope. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Mickey, number three. Gross. Mickey, help me, me out. Give me a question that I can crush him on. Uh, absolutely. Danielle, I can't wait to hear your answer on this oh, one. Oh, good. All right. Games like the Shulywed game during a wedding reception. Cute and helpful timeline tool or never, ever? Okay. What's my time is running. I'm, it's, it's a tricky question. I mean, for me, I'm much closer to the never, ever side of this question. Now, when I say never, ever, meaning I would never, ever mandate this to somebody. So if I'm helping planning someone's reception... I'm never going to say, hey, by the way, one of the fun things we do at every wedding is this Shulywood game or fill in the blank with whatever cheesy, lame DJ game there is. I would say, though, I'm open-minded. If a client says, hey, we saw this thing. We thought it was really cute. Will you do it? I'm not going to be a dick and say, no, that sucks. What are you, crazy? I mean, of course, yes, let's do that. I'll help you plan that. We'll make it fun. I'll try to make it as least lame as possible. Um, but I'm much closer than never, ever. I, I think that no DJ should ever say, hey, part of our repertoire is to do this thing and mandate it. Uh, it's dated. It dates you. Um, and frankly, there are better ways to entertain people. It's a crutch. So I think, um, is it a time saver or a helper? Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. I, I'm not a proponent of games. Uh, I, I'm a musician. Uh, it's I'm a disc jockey. I'm not a trivia host or game show host. Uh, I do think that if the client wants it, I mean, we can. I can certainly facilitate that, but that is not my repertoire. I think that you're failing as a musician if you don't speak through your music. If you're not entertaining through your music, which is what they hired you for, you're failing at your job, quite frankly. Uh, you should be able to pass time and entertain. You walk into a bar, unless you're going to a karaoke night, uh, there's no game shows. There's no trivias there, yeah. right? So, I mean, you should really communicate through music. Um I agree with you. It's, I think it's luckily, dated. I mean, this, is, this was an easy one. I mean, this is a softball that we, we're going to We feel very strongly about tchotchke yeah. and game and in your oh, face. Yeah. It's, it's just not our space. If you're watching this and this is your space, no disrespect. Whatever you're crushing sure. it with, awesome. But it's, you know. Yeah. What's a bombshell beauty about wedding games? Oh, yeah. my God. Thank God. Like, mm, I, not that it's not. I don't want to say the word tacky. But oh, like, you can say it. Like, is that the right word? Like, I don't know if it's just like. I just didn't feel yeah. a need for it. Like that, you're dancing, you're partying, yeah. you're having a yeah. great time. Like you don't need to stop all that to yeah. pick up a shoe. I was at a um, wedding one time where it was just like game after game, like a money game or someone pay the groom $200. He had to wear a ball and chain. Like there was like, wow. some weird stuff going on where you just want to party and have a good time. I don't think you need all that extra stuff. Yeah. I and think like, you guys say need is, is a big deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think those things become either a DJ who feels like they need to justify their fear of them being there by doing all these things. Um, like it shortens up, it shortens up the the playlist, right? The playlist time, the actual yeah, or look, time you're dancing. Somebody said, "Okay, you're you're paying me this fee. I need to do everything in my power to earn it, right?" And 
for whatever reason, they don't feel like them programming music and making people dance is enough. Where I think, like the people that hire us, they're 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 hiring us to help support their planning process and ex- execute the logistics, and then make people freaking dance. Yeah, I mean those, yeah. that's what you're hiring us. I've for. seen a lot of clients come through uh, lately. In the last couple of years, less activities at an event, more fun time. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, we're keeping it short and simple just to get right to the celebration. And clients tell us that. We just want to get right to the party. We want to right. soak up as much dance time as possible. And that's a case of listening to your clients, which right. I, I think DJs in general, we need to do more listening and less oh, we should listen to your mandating. Yeah. And not just listening to clients too, but like people like them. We're stu- I feel very blessed that we have clients that are also people that are in the industry. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I get excited when an industry person decides to hire us. I mean, that feels good. But... That's your opportunity to do something. I mean, you don't have to have a game show right. to go to somebody like them and say, hey, mm-hmm. these are things that are happening. Do you guys like that? Mm-hmm. And they say, no, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, you got to hear that. Yeah. right? I yeah. think DJs, I'm so excited to have this platform to be able to bring people like them on to say, no, you don't need to do those things. I mean, people that are outside of you looking in on that, this is what they're saying after that wedding. You're, you're getting, you know... What the hell is this ball and chain thing that <laughs> yeah, you're doing? It was so and, and they've been to other weddings, obviously. <laughs> oh my you know, gosh. where we're not yeah. at. And well, they, need to, they can make those need correlations. To hear that stuff from people yeah. that are planning weddings, you know, investing big money in it and are also in, in the industry. Right, right. Keep I think the, yeah. yeah. So I was you gonna go say on. I was gonna just say keep the games at the bridal shower or mm, the bachelor. Right. Party. If you wanna do anything like, like that. That's different from the wedding. I think too, as like a guest perspective, there's so much time where they're sitting at the table for dinner, they're sitting at the table to hear speeches, they're standing watching slow dances, they're they're itching to get back to that bar. So yeah. they don't yeah. want to play, watch you play a game. Like They might giggle a little bit, but they're like, all right, let's open this bar, let's get on the dance floor, let's yes. get to it. This is mm-hmm. what we came here for. That's why you're our people. Icebreaker. We came yeah. to party. <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah. That's why they're our people. All right, that was BPM. Uh, Another one in the books. In post-production, we'll be putting the scores. I don't want to see this one. Ah, it's all right. Sorry, I, I delivered com- John a little loss, God. big old loss on his birthday week. I'm usually pretty oh, confident no. about that, but when Daniel didn't throw me a life preserver on Pitbull. I mean, it was not for nothing. Last week, you put me through the grinder for uh, Cripes. Maybe. So. Let's see. It's all good. All right. You guys good for one more segment? Yeah. yeah. All right. So up next is probably, I'm really excited about having them here for this segment. Uh, we call this part Setup Wars. Mickey, play oh, me yeah, the Setup yeah, Wars yeah. video. All right, Setup Wars uh, is our opportunity to share the imagery that you guys have sent in. So we we thank you. We sent out some emails and some requests for DJs across America to send in pictures of their setups at events. We've also pulled some of these from your favorite social media platforms that show off DJ setups. We have a panel here of industry professionals, uh, a couple of us here. Now, look, we're not going to... Kick your ass for the sake of kicking your it's, ass. Yeah, I mean, we're not, you know, bringing you on to share some best practices just to kick your ass about what your setup looks like. It's all about sharing ideas and just to get some, quite frankly, some feedback from the outside world of what you're displaying at events. So yeah, yeah. all right, cool. Let's kick it off. So we're gonna show three pictures. We're gonna rate them from zero to ten. Of course, zero being the worst, ten being the best. Feel free to use decimal points. We'll chat about each one. We'll give each one a score. I can't freaking wait to hear what you guys say. All right. Here we Mi- go. Here we go, Mickey. Uh, I'm very excited to hear what you guys got. Can you guys see that? Yes. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of that initial impressions of this? I feel like it needs a backdrop or something just to cover up 
the windows. Like it's kind of like tucked in a corner. Okay. But I also think that it's sleek and clean as far as there's no tripod stands. You can't yeah. see yeah. like that. No tripping hazards. It's black. It's like that's nice. I wonder how the sound will come out from that cove. Yeah. You know that's what I mean? Because the, the speakers are in between in that little section. So I don't know if they should be in front more and on the sides. But it's not a tripping thought. hazard no. because they're tucked in. And it's it's a clean look. I like this one. It's clean. Yeah. I, I'm going to tell you, this has been my favorite one since we've started doing these. Agreed. Um, I, mean, Agreed. I, don't, I don't think it's close. I mean, for me as a DJ perspective, I'm always of the opinion that less is more. It's not about, hey, look at me on the DJ. This is the epitome of that. It's clean. It's cable managed well. Uh, I, yeah. I, I really prefer black stretch fabric on totems versus white. I just think it's a, a more professional look. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no lighting tree. I mean, look, is putting your, your park hands, uh, those LED pars in the middle of your speaker poles, the best placement for, I don't know, whatever the purists say is the coverage of the light on the dance floor. Probably not, but I tell you what, that looks good. I mean, it's, it's clean. Um, I, I love that they're using their own furniture piece. This is literally my favorite one since we've been doing setup wars. I agree. I agree a thousand percent. I love all the black uniformity, the cables. Uh, it's got a little monitor back there. Um, you know, it's 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 great, man. And, and I know you're about not a big fan of uh, of computer wraps. Um, they have. Not, I can't see. Is there a yeah, computer? Yeah, it is, but it's not obnoxious. Obviously, I didn't. You know what I, I mean? Tell. So I mean, it's just it's just real good. Uh, the only comment I can make, I don't know what you're charging for this, but like once you start getting trusses and moving heads, I know it's not a lot of programming for these two fixtures, but just make sure you're getting paid for it. I mean, stop. I'm not saying that this person's doing this, but I know there's a lot of DJs out there that do this. Get paid for whatever the you do. Sure. Uh, you know, stop throwing in like everything at all night, one price, uh, you know, um, for the night, but I'll see great job. I don't know if you guys agree, but I would see this walk in and say, I I can already tell. I'm going to guess that this is a good DJ, right? Oh, yeah. see this thing. Okay, yeah. this guy, this person's good. Or this, this, yes. She's going to be, this is going to be a great DJ. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Great so job. We're, we're going to give this one a score. Zero to 10. Decimal points. Okay. 8.67. Oh, there wow. it is. That's very specific. There it is. Like this, is number? the seven repeating? Is yeah. that a repeating decimal? Seven, 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 seven. That's a lot of sevens. <laughs> Times infinity. <laughs> yeah. Julie, I would agree with that. I like that. 8.67? Like mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. Dude, look, I, I think that it's tough for me to put a nine on something because like, who knows how good something is going to get yeah. in the course of us doing this. This is damn near the closest to nine that I've ever seen. So I'm going to go. I'm, I got I've given some 8.5s that were not as good as this. It's a 9. It's a 9.0. Good for that. Then that says a lot about you. That's, that, that's a very like strong that. rating. Yeah. I never give anyone, even ourselves, for perfection at a 10. Uh, this is my highest by far, 8.5. Yeah. Nice it's job. really good. Whoever this is, it's really good. Nice job. What do you guys think? Initial opinions, Team Bombshell. Okay, you go. Um, I think they have lightsabers. Yep. They're lightsabers. Decoration. So if that's what they're going for. That's good. Um, Maybe it was May 4th. Get it? <laughs> ah! Missy, can, can you input a groan there in post-production? Oh, man. Oh. Um, I don't like all the white. I think that it makes everything pop out more. Yeah. Um, again, he, she, this DJ, there's tripods. I don't like that either, but the rest of it's kind of sleek. And Yeah. The, I don't know what the... Are those speakers? The two... What, like are the, the, what are those tall two pole square things? things with yeah, those are speakers. Yep. Okay. Okay. I like that those are boxed off and there's no tripping hazards. I don't like the white either, and I don't like the mirror behind it. 
that throws me off too, but it's not theirs. Yeah, right? I can't, so, believe can't blame them for the yeah, so, crummy mirror, but yeah. I mean, it's clean, but maybe it's the white on white that I don't like. The floor is white, and then that's white. Yeah. And the lights are just, I can't get past those lights. They really do look like lightsabers. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Are, but it's clean. You know, you know what's so funny? And I, I love that you guys said it. Yeah, my, both of you, without prompting from us, said, I don't like the white. I'll tell you that right now, the all the white out DJ thing, the white facade, the white speak, everyone's buying this stuff. They think it's so hot. And I love it when someone in the industry, who's literally your job is style. To, like, yeah, style seriously. People, and you say you hate that. What don't you like about the white? I hate it too. It screams just attention. Like, and I don't think that the DJ's, no offense, not the center of attention. I think, and, yeah, black, I think, looks more high end, more professional. More I professional. love this. Is the, my like, favorite. This kind of looks is like great white, kind of looks tacky. Kind of looks like, okay, what was that thing back in the day with the paint? The paint. And the spray, and it's like a. Brave. So, do you think this is the oh, equivalent like of like rolling yeah. in like with a Mercedes? Like, hey, look at me. Yeah, like, this oh, is but very a white like Mercedes. A white Mercedes. <laughs> yeah, or a, or a pink Mercedes or something. I, dude, I, I I love that you guys have said that because it is very popular in our space right now that everyone's whiting stuff out. Yeah. And I see, I'm, I'm ex- I have exactly the same response. Like, I just don't want to be seen that much. Like, it's not, it's not that it's not about me, but it's it's. I just don't need to be. Hey, everybody, look at the DJ. To be thinking I'm doing a good job. Right? I, think I think if this yeah. was all black, it would be good. And, I agree. And no oh lightsabers. But it, I think a lot of it depends on a market. Like where you are it's in the market. Pop, There's people, uh, you know, just like certain states or certain cities within the states. They love that stuff. <laughs> There's an inside joke for you guys. Inside joke. Show. California. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, a, a lot of my friends in New Jersey, they have white Look, setups. I know DJs that are killing it. We, we yeah. had on a, our second episode DJ Joe Bun, and I watch his setup videos. The guy is the leader in the industry and everything. His setup's all white. I There must be a segment of, of brides somewhere who don't hate this. But I just think it's interesting that without prompting, two people whose job it is is style. They're in our industry and one just, just had a wedding not that long ago <laughs> and one is planning a wedding and they're like, I hate this stuff in white. I just think that is something you should think about Definitely. as a DJ. Like, yes. Hey. So what do you do in your area? We're not going to buy white gear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. You it know, it looks like club-like, more club-like than a wedding or event. Yeah. Right? I think people Good. think white, the wedding's white, that, you know, it should be white. I, I just I just totally disagree. Now, look, I agree with also what you said. This would be a thousand times better if it was black. I do think it's very interesting. They're using uh, LED bars. I mean, we use LED bars. I mean, I'm not saying the thing you're calling lightsabers. <laughs> we use also on the front of our table. We, we put them horizontal instead of vertical. I think this is yeah. a very interesting way to do LED bars. They have them just in a kind of posted up on tripods. I, you know, I, I think that it's, it's creative. I think um, I, I actually haven't seen this. I think it's a creative way of doing it. I think it is a very unique look. And the, I agree though. The first thing I saw also was like, Oh, it's, just, it's like a lightsaber. Um, so it's interesting. But I would say, look, if this was in black, I'd be giving this a way higher score. It, it's yeah. it's really clean. I can tell this DJ knows what they're doing. They mm-hmm. put effort into making yeah. their setup look good. They know that's important. Uh, it's it's cable managed well. Uh, it's just it's it's a little bold for me. Like I wouldn't want a DJ behind that. Um, but I, I I see where they're going. And in their market, that might be all the hotness. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like it. I happen to wh- like white gear. I know it's not the best for our market, so we don't invest in it. But I, I happen to think it looks really, really sick. I don't know. Um, just like walking into an event, I don't know what event this is. I don't know what's going on. But the like 
if your first reaction is lightsaber. Um, I happen to like this, uh, yeah. but if the only thing that I uh, would suggest would, I, I think, just don't buy silver speaker stands ever. Silver. It well, should silver be black. They're white. Uh, they're silver. Oh. I think they're white. They should be black. I mean, mm. I, even if you own Tripods? silver speaker stands, you should. I mean, you need to invest in black. It just looks better. It's cleaner. It's not so karaoke bar-ish, in my humble opinion. Um, Here's what I'd love. I would love... Look, mostly these would be DJs watching this thing. This is a DJ show. So I, I, we're going to have a bunch of DJs who all say, yeah, the white looks sick. I mean, for whatever it is in our DNA as DJs, we think the white looks dope. When Pioneer releases a new console in white, we all go ape no. shit. We want the white one. Mickey bought one. Right. <laughs> and like we see everything matchy-matchy in white at, at these c- conferences we go to to look at new gear. We're like, oh, my God, it looks, looks hot. And I just think we should all just take a minute and think, okay. But their first reaction as yeah. someone who has planned weddings and is, literally their job is styling at weddings uh, was, ugh, that was in black. It'd be way better. Yeah. Just put it out there. Right. Well, I have a question, I though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Would you, you ever, around. like, what if a bride was like, I want white gear or I want black gear? Like, would you cater to that? Or is it like, nope, this is what it looks like? Um, like, have you ever had somebody ask for it? I, like, in our market, my... our clientele is not there. Okay. Because they have nothing. They don't, I don't, I don't even know if, if they know that white gear exists. Okay. Uh, so I, I don't think yeah. that they've had the exposure to that type of uh, environment to ask those questions. Yeah. And I, I don't. I don't think this answers your question, but I I would say this. And maybe this answers your question at some level. When I do a a presentation with a client, what I and if they bring up, hey, so what's up with your gear or that, I my pitch to them is we try to disappear. Like the places where we work are really pretty spaces. What I want is someone to walk into that pretty space and go, oh, this place is so pretty. Not oh, this place is so pretty, but there's the freaking DJ, right? Now, we can make your venue look good, but when we're doing that, it's about accentuating the venue, not about accentuating our workstation. Um, So, and we do pretty well, right? So, that pitch isn't detracting from our business. So, I haven't even said, oh, but yeah, but can you get the gear that looks like this? No one's ever asked me for that. But again, I mean, look, there certainly could be markets where... Someone, a bride would see that at a, a show, a bridal show, and saying, oh, we like that person because their setup looks cool. I don't know if that's true or not. I just know for me, uh, in, our, in our market, it's, it's, it's not asked for. Um, and I, 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 of course, I'm feeling all good about myself. I hate in the white. And when I have someone says, yeah. that was the first thing I said, yeah. I feel like, okay. So what would you do for ratings? Yeah, give us ladies. Give us some numbers. What do you think? Yeah. I don't know. Go ahead. Just tell them. Just seven point five. One. Seven point five. Wow. You guys like this? You know <laughs> really? Seven point five. It's really high. Not <laughs> high. Well, it's I clean. Like, no, look. We don't like the color, but if you made it black and it's not lightsabery and it's just clean like that, it is. Well, nice. no, but if you made it black, even with the lightsabers, I think if it was black, yeah, it would be okay. And I think it's a different or vibe. Or the lightsabers, just like a up. California Vegas type of vibe, or like a pool party vibe, or like a oh, rave right. vibe. That's what I get from it. So if it's in that perspective, it's good. And so if this showed up at your wedding, what is it? Yeah. At the port. Um, oh, yeah. Well, that would blend right in. <laughs> you wouldn't even notice that. Um, I just don't like the white. Okay. So still seven point so, five. So if it showed up at your wedding, what would you do? So you better go get some paint. 
Um, <laughs> Cover that kidding. thing. <laughs> I don't know. That's okay. Well, Sorry. I don't know if it's bad enough that if this showed up that anyone's going to say get rid of it, but I just think in a preference, I you know, look, it was so funny is I just spent the last however minutes we've been talking about this bashing the white, but I'm also going to get this thing a 7.5. <laughs> right? It's a person who's obviously put a lot of effort into making sure their setup looks good. They've done a great job. The gear is great. It's you know a very creative way of using LED bars that we've used for a million years, and I haven't been that creative with them. Um, I'm not, you know, like, I don't know, but I, I say that it's clean. It's well done. Uh, this is, I, I would again, like the last one, look at this setup and say, okay, this is probably a really good DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm, yeah. I, after I spent five minutes bashing it, it's also a, yeah. a 7.5 for me too. I'm going to throw it a seven and three quarters. Uh, can I can't give Mickey it an eight. On seven and three quarters? I can't give it an eight because the, I, I'm seeing legs of, of those stands. Yeah. You know, just scrim that cover up, them maybe. up, scrim it up or, you know, just, yeah, just, just cover the, cover the feet up. But I, well I, I do, but it is well done. It is well very done. well done. In the front. And we just talked yeah. about it for 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we all gave it a good score. All right, Nikki, last one. Number three for Setup Wars. These have been good ones. Both of these have been good. This has been the uh, the best. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Spoke too soon. Oh, boy. All right, you guys. What do you guys think about this? First reactions. This is a side gig. Graduation party. Newbie or oldie, but doesn't want to advance. And what's Great current? Yeah, mm-hmm. this, that's really good. <laughs> These are all Thank things you, I'm thinking guys. about. My Thank essence. you. <laughs> I like how they covered up the table, but it's white. But it's white. But it's still covered, so you can't see his feet. The cords, which is yeah. likely done by the venue, stuff. but and, you don't okay. know for sure. Yeah. Is the the light the T bar or the lights facing the DJ booth or the dance floor or the are they just floor. off? Dance floor. They're off. It's not on. Um, They're not turned on. But obviously. That's a tripping thing, like the all the tripods. All the tripods yeah. don't like. Um, there's a lot of cords on the table. There's a drink, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's funny is that they stage this for a picture. I mean, I would assume the only person yeah. who cares about taking this picture is the DJ themselves. Yeah. Right? Because otherwise, why is there a picture of it? <laughs> you didn't bother to like take your soda out of the picture, right? And I feel like too, like something about low just tables, just your your fold up table. It's just like you're like hunched over the whole time. You're like not. It's not like up and in. It, it looks like, like it's set up to have the de- the entertainers sit behind it, right? There's a laptop there, and I think there a is a chair behind, behind it. That. Yeah, yep. it's like graduation party, sixtieth anniversary, or may- maybe maybe the entertainer uh, needs to sit. Maybe they have plantar fasciitis or a bad hip or something. I know, but I know what's so funny about it. And that could all be true. Uh, but that's the first thing I thought of when I saw this was I can just envision a DJ sitting in a chair behind the yeah. setup. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they didn't put the tripod behind them, the lighting tripod, because they had to have room for a chair yeah. is what I thought. So keep your comments to under two minutes because you can probably go until that. open house at 7 o'clock for this. Yeah. Look, DJ 101 is cover the bottom of your tripods with something. Um, there, I mean, nothing screams, hi, I'm a brand new DJ. Then I bought the DJ starter kit, tripod, T-bar, four park ends that go on a tree. Um, you know, the, the speakers are different heights. There's you know nothing covering the wires. I mean, a lot of this, you know, screams, you know, new DJ to me. Um, and it's not necessarily like, hey, go out and spend a lot more money on gear. There's some very simple things that somebody new could do to make this better. One, get the lighting tree out from in front of you, put it somewhere, not, not going to trip over it. Like, ask literally ask the venue if you don't have scrims or something to cover your tripods i know it's not the best look on the planet but go to the venue manager and say hey do you have an extra three linens that you're using for the tables and put them on the bottom of your tripods maybe you'll match at least the tables that are out there Mm 
Um, do something better. I mean, you have a skirt around the table. Run your cables you know, behind the skirt so um, you don't see all that stuff on the table. Do something, to, at least on your tabletop, to cover your technology there a little bit. Um, so I, I'm not saying, hey, you have to spend a lot of money to make your DJ setup good, but you could take the same gear and do some minor tweaks to the setup to make it look and that's much the more thing professional. is that the, the the visuals of this screams lower budget, sure, you know, cheap performance, right? Or maybe not performance, but but I'm not going to pay a lot for this person versus the others. Uh, I'm going to so, question. I would see this and I would walk in and say, oh, we might be in a, for a long night with the DJ. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying if I was at an event with my family. And I saw this, and look, I try, I, I really try not to be Captain Judgmental. Yeah. Not, not that my wife lets me go to many weddings anymore. Right. Because of that, I'll be a dick and yeah. like be judgmental <laughs> to the DJ. But like I would say it to myself, hopefully myself only, that, oh God, this is somebody new or this doesn't care. No, I mean, like, I, I don't want to bash this person. And sure. if, if you are all about getting better, and that's the purpose of this podcast, is to hopefully you want to, this inspires you to get better. Um, some thought has gone into this that I'm going to sit down and I'm going to buy this gear because I like being a DJ. Yeah. So, you know, I'm with you. Congratulations. I'm there with you in spirit. You have speakers on stands. Great job. You tried to wrap cables. Um, there's a lot of room for improvement here that I see. Uh, liability. First off, that tree has got to get behind the effing table. I mean, that screams drunk person or trip hazard, and now you're in for a world of hurt financially. Um, you know, you got to invest in some longer cables. That cable run is way too short from the speaker to the one Uno uh, uh, solo wraparound into the box. Yeah. Listen, if you're going to use that setup, there is no controller. Invest in a controller, a rack. If you're going to use that setup, I don't want to and see it. So put your drink underneath your table, hide all those cables. It just looks like ass. And, and I don't know what your situation is where you have to be sitting. If it's a medical issue, I get it. But we're trying to overcome the stigma and stereotypes of DJs that we're not flirting with bridesmaids, we're not getting drunk at bars, and we're not sitting down behind tables. So I don't know the situation, but you know, um, just take that into consideration. Easy fix for this would have been two linens bar from the venue. Um, yeah. and put the tree behind you. And yeah, the, get the, the rid of the tree, the lighty tree, and then I don't, what is that? Is that a bag? Get the yeah. bag from from out of here. All right. So, yeah, so. I, I, turn, I the, turn the lights we, off on the speaker. I, I like that actually. Really, the green yeah. one. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, all right. So we kicked their ass, but uh, Team Bombshell. <sighs> Let's give them a score. Yeah. You don't know them. It's okay. It's a four point two. Very good. I like mm. the very specific wow. nature of the four point two. Uh, yeah. Look, I mean. Rich said some important things here. Like, there's some novice DJs or DJs that have stopped caring who would put speakers on that table or on not tripods, you know, or anything else. Who knows? So there's certainly crazier things we've seen than this. Like, the basics are here. You've got your your gear on the right kinds of equipment um, to hold them. Um, so that earns you some points. For me, it is, it's a 4.0 for me also. Three and a half. Wow. 3.5 for me. Very good. So, yeah. All right, good perspective. I love that one. I'm gonna like take some parts of that one where we're talking about white gear uh, and make t-shirts. T-shirts. Out of it. That's right. <laughs> Damn right. Hey, awesome. And that's it for us. That is it. Team Another Bombshell. Thank you guys so much. You guys want to plug something? Wars. You guys got socials that you want to plug or your website? You can go ahead. <laughs> um, our website is bombshellbeauty.me. Check us out. Love it. 
That's good. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thanks, ladies. Thanks. What'd you say? I said, get us out of here. Take us home. Oh. Well, it's the end of the episode. I not usually do this. I'm, I'm. Everybody, we hope you enjoyed that episode. Uh, <laughs> it is awesome. It was a great, great content. Always a great seeing you, ladies. Thank so, you guys so um, much. Thank you. Give us some comments, feedback below. We'd love to hear it. It helps our algorithms. And uh, next time, see ya. We out. Peace. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. Another episode of The Real DJ Show is in the books. We want you along every time, so make sure you like this video, subscribe to our channel, and ring the little bell so you get notifications of all of our new content. We know you're DJs and have a lot to say, so jump in the comment section to join the debate. If you have content suggestions or you want your DJ company featured on The One Thing, email us at Show at rochesterdj.com. Lastly, if you're sick enough that you want to take the audio of this with you wherever you go, you can find the audio everywhere quality podcasts are found. All right, that's it for us. Show's over, bitches. Bitches.